Welcome to the Automotive Architect Sales Podcast, a podcast made for the average salesman that wants to become badasses in the automotive industry. Doesn't matter if you're a green pea or a lot dog, salesman or a manager, this podcast is for you. So if you're ready, motivated, committed to change your life, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Ron Garvick. It's time to shine. Are you listening? Ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you about my website, Garve Automotive Sales, Finance, BDC, and Management Training. I have over 10 years experience in turning around departments in the automotive industry to reach gross profits they've never reached before. Check out my website and schedule a one-on-one training, live coaching in your dealership, or watch my online videos at www.garveautomotive.com. Garve Automotive Training, where gross is not a dirty word. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Automotive Architect Sales Podcast. I am your host, Ron Garvick with Garve Automotive, BDC Finance Sales and Management Training. On top of that, I got a little bit of finance training also. And what we're going to talk about today is your payment. Now, we know there's four things when it comes to uh, a reason a customer doesn't buy a car. And one of those reasons is salesperson. If you're not the salesperson they want to buy from, if they can't trust you, if they can't believe you, and they don't think you're honest, they're not going to buy from you. Another one is the product. Now, I always tell my sales guys that the product will sell itself. Are you the one they want to buy it from? So they're online, they're looking on the internet, they're doing all the numbers, they're looking at all the the options of the vehicles between, let's say, a, uh, a Volkswagen Jetta, a Toyota Corolla, and a Ford Fusion. Now they're going to know all the options on all of them, and they're going to see which one will fit their needs. Now, the third problem, reason why they wouldn't buy a car, is going to be the price. Now they're going to look at prices, but... To be completely honest, if you're not stroking out a check, then a price is not really a issue, is it? They've got to notice that if if they're not signing a check for the purchase of the vehicle, then price is out of the out of the problem. Okay. The last but not least, the reason why somebody will not buy a vehicle from you is going to be payment. Now your payment depends on several different things when it comes to buying this vehicle. One of them is whether you're buying new or used. Now they got different interest rates with customers that on different kinds of credit. So it depends if you're buying a new, You like right now, you can get 0% for 72 months for 120 days till the first payment. You can't get those on a on a certified pre-owned or a, um, a used vehicle. Now, rates are a big issue and a big uh, problem when it comes to finding a payment. And the majority of the time, some people's got a 
a wine taste on a beer budget, so it's going to stop them from buying the vehicle that they want. And we always say to a customer, isn't it better to pay a little bit extra for something that you want than pay a little uh, less on something that you don't want? Because in the long run, if you pay less on something you don't want, you're going to complain about it and you're going to wish that you got the vehicle that you wanted and pay a little bit extra on. So it depends on whether you're buying a new or a used vehicle when it comes down to your payment. Now, another issue, and, and my wife doesn't really understand this, is the percent of, of the amount that you're going to put down. They call it down payment. Um, the belief is the the... The more $1,000 you put down, the lower the payment will go by 20 to $22, depending on credit. So you got some people who's like, I'm going to put $3,000 down. Well, then you're looking at $60 less on a payment, $60 to $66. So when a customer says, I've got money to put down, great. Putting money down will help you in several different ways. They will lower your payment between $60 to $66, and they also will um, help pay for your taxes, so you don't want to finance your taxes. So you put money down, and it helps you finance your taxes. Other things that money does, it is it can give you a better interest rate. Some people don't believe it, but I've dealt with banks that if you put a certain amount of money down, it can help you get a better interest rate. Now, another thing, and it goes now to price. Price depends on how your payment is. It's the amount financed. So let's say you're buying a $66,000 F-250 truck. Now with the taxes here in Texas, it's 6.25%. You add the 6.25% to the amount of the vehicle that's including your taxes you could be looking at financing with interest rate for 72 months you can look like you're going to be financing let's say 72 dollars. so the amount financed can depend on what your payment's going to be also another thing that a payment could be determined is the term now we do leasing at our dealership when it comes to uh, doing business. So we have a 24, 36, and a 48 month. Well, you wouldn't want to do the same thing on a purchase because your payments would be so much higher. So when you're working a pencil with a customer and you got 36, 48, and 60 month terms, you pretty much tell them now at 36 months, you get to pay the car off sooner, you have less taxes to pay on, less interest rate to pay on, but the payment's gonna be a little bit higher. Now the 60 months, if you look at the 60 months, the payment's lower, you're gonna pay more finance charges and, pour, and pay more interest, but you can pay more on that 60 months and pay the vehicle off sooner if you chose because that payment will just go to the principal. And there's no penalty if your vehicle happens to be paid off sooner. Now, 48 months is the best of both worlds. You get to have a higher payment, but your finance charge is going to be a little bit less. Now, your payment's going to be higher than the 60 month, but it's going to be lower than the 36 months. You, you catch what I'm saying. So the, the term of the loan 
is also an important to depend on your payment. Now, some folks will go all the way to 75 or 84 months. I wouldn't highly suggest that because you're paying more on the finance charge if you do so. And it's going to hurt you in the long run when you want to trade that vehicle off and get into another payment or another vehicle. Another thing that determines your payment is your income. Now your income is important because they have a loan to value um, percentage that you can get. Also they have debt to income percentage and they say pretty much the amount that you get paid a month before taxes taken out you add or you multiply 15% of that. So if you Let's say if you're looking at a, uh, if you make uh, $1,500 a month, you can only probably get a $200 payment. I don't have a calculator in front of me, but I'm just saying. So guys, you think I'm talking to the customers? I'm actually talking to you. This is stuff that you should be saying to your customer when it depends on payment. When you're at the desk, at your desk and you're presenting numbers to your customer you should be talking about your payment depends on this one of them is your income another thing that happens uh, that depends on your credit or on your payment is your previous credit history now if you have some problems paying your credit cards on time or if you have some issues on uh, making payments on your vehicle that can determine a higher interest rate which will make your payment higher now if you have a repo a voluntary repo and an involuntary repo that may ruin your chances to be able to buy a car now we do have special programs that will allow you to buy a car your interest rates going to be much higher but they don't care if you have had a, a repo or a bankruptcy or any issues in the past that prevent you to buy a car. This company, this credit company, is going to allow you to buy a car if you have amount of money down. Depending on how much you have down depends on what kind of vehicle we can get you into. So if you have a poor history of making your payments on time, this may stop you from getting a lower interest rate and the payments may be higher another thing when it comes to your credit don't go to a payday loan and think that's going to help build your credit up that's absolutely incorrect if you go to a payday loan company all that's doing is putting you more into debt if you want to help raise your credit i suggest you go to a a credit union and let it and get a loan for a credit union don't spend any of that money take a thousand dollars out and pay each month that thousand dollars that you borrowed pay it back and that will help jumpstart your credit a little bit more also what the payoff is on your trade-in now my situation before I got in the car business I bought a 2008 charger I didn't ask what the interest rate was. I didn't ask what the term was. And so when I tried to trade my vehicle off, 
I had so much negative equity in my vehicle that I was like $8,000 upside down, which you tag $20 to every $1,000. I had $160 extra payment to add on to the vehicle that I was purchasing at that time. Now, keep in mind, if you bought any kind of protection like GAP, an extended service contract, or um, any kind of maintenance, you will be allowed to get reimbursed a prorated amount of the amount that you did not use in a check form, and that check will come to you within six to eight weeks, okay? So keep in mind, if you bought any protection, and I didn't say product, I didn't say anything extra, if you bought any protection, protection to your vehicle to make sure that it is maintained and uh, secure while you own the vehicle and making payments on it. So that can cause you to have a negative equity position also. So if you have any protection, you would, when you trade this vehicle off, here's what you can do. Within the six to eight weeks of getting your money back, you can put that down on the vehicle and it will pay for the principal of the amount so it'll help you lessen your negative equity on this vehicle if you happen to trade it in in the next three to four years. So your trade-in can, can stop you from having a great payment also. Um, another depends on your payment is if the, the car loan is in your name or both names like you as a buyer or you as a co-buyer and a buyer. So what that means is if you have um, low credit and someone co-signed for you, which is a buyer, they're going to go on first on the loan because they are happen to uh, have better credit than you. What happens is if both of y'all are even on credit, then you guys will get a low, uh, higher interest rate and that can determine what your payment is also. So keep in mind, you want to find somebody, if you have to find a co-buyer, you want to find somebody that has great credit to help you jumpstart your credit to getting better in the, in the future. Uh, now, another thing that, that depends on your payment is the source of financing. Some people that have lower credit, not so good credit, they like to go to their, their uh, local credit union or a local bank because they, their family has done business with them for quite a while. So that's pretty smart also. And what I would suggest there is if you happen to do that, um, that will just help you just we'll get a buyer's order we'll give it to you and then the payment depends on what you and your credit union uh, come up with so that the payment comes between you and them we'll just send them a buyer's order another type of depends on your credit is how long you've been in the area and what that means is they like you to stay in your residence for two years um, same thing with your job time. Uh, anything that's lower than two years, they need a previous uh, address or a previous employer to show that you uh, have a great history of staying at the same place 
for quite a while. So um, how long you've been at your residence and how long you've been as a uh, employee at the at the job you're working at now. Um, you know, some things is if you if you own or rent your home, they depend on how your payment's going to be. If you depend on how you uh, pay for your your residence, another another reason is checking and uh, savings account. If you have a checking account, then they pretty much want you to uh, set up auto pay so they know they get their money. Uh, amount that you have in savings. Um, how your previous car credit is, you know, uh, you may have crappy credit when it comes to credit cards or student loans, medical bills, but if you have great car credit, then you'll be able to get a car anytime. Uh, just depends on how much money you make, how long you've been at your residence, how long you've been at your job, and if you got perfect car credit, they'll loan you um, uh, a car. Other thing is, like I said a while ago, your debt to income ratio. And that is the 15% of what you make is what the banks will allow you to have a payment on. Um, other things is the year and model. Now, we can't get you into a 2008 Chevy Silverado and have 72 months. So your payment's gonna be a lot higher. You'll probably get a, a 24, 36 month loan, a two and three year loan on an 08, depending on your credit. If you have great credit, like an 800 score, then you'd be possibly be able to get a longer term. But if you have a credit score 660 and below, then we're gonna have an issue and you're gonna have a higher interest rate and a higher payment. Uh, and then they got some incentives and rebates that you do qualify for. Like some's got, if you uh, have insurance with Farm Bureau, uh, if you are a veteran, they do give you uh, a $500 discount for that. Uh, soon to be a college grad or are you are a college grad, they will give you a discount for that also. And how well you've made your payments all around. If you made your payments good all the way around and you make good money, you've been at your job for, for eight years, you've been at your house for 16 years, and you've done a great job paying on your, on your recent car payments, you should be able to uh, get good, uh, a good payment. Now, like I said, you can't have the top of the line vehicle and have a short, short payment You've got to, you, it, common sense comes involved when you do this. So guys, you want to talk to your customers like that. You want to school them. You want to educate them. You don't want to make them feel like they're dumb, but you as a salesperson can't show them the top of the line vehicle and expect to get a $200 payment. And to be completely honest, you can't hardly get a $200 payment even if you have great credit unless you're putting a large amount of money down. It just makes no sense at all. So what you wanna do is you wanna think. You wanna sit there 80% listening, 20% talking. You want them to tell you what they want out of a vehicle this the majority of the time this is a big no-no but you, but you need to know what their thoughts are when it comes to a payment 
what kind of payment are you looking for? Now, if they're looking at a $200 payment, you don't want to show them the top of the line model. You want to show them the bottom of the line model, the cloth interior, the, um, the manual windows and locks. You want to show them the basic model vehicle. And if they're like, no, 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 I want something a little bit nicer, then you can educate them. If you want something a little bit nicer, then we're going to have to think about a higher payment. Would that be okay with you? Some people haven't bought vehicles in, in six, seven, and eight years. So they, when they bought the vehicle that they're trading in now, they may had a $200 payment. But now they do not know how much cars are really. So if you're looking at a $20,000 vehicle, you're looking at a 450 payment, possibly to 500. Now, also you wanna keep in mind that when you're looking at their trade-in, you go walk around their trade-in, you ask them if they got any kind of protection on their trade-in. This is when you're doing the appraisal. When you're talking to them, to their vehicle, you ask them, what do you like about your vehicle? They're gonna tell you, oh, it, it got me around where I needed to back in the day. What don't you like about your vehicle? Well, you know, the gas mileage is really terrible and I wanna get something that's better good on gas because now I drive from here to um, Borger and for my job and I need something that's better on gas. Good. You keep a mental note. Gas, gas efficiency is important to them. What else do you like about your vehicle? Well, you know, I love the color. The color is really good. And let's say it's a red car. Great. The car that they're looking at now may be maroon. So you, you're planting all these in your seeds in your head so you can come back to them when they're trying to give you an objection why they're not going to buy the car. When you're all, also, when you're looking at their vehicle, you look at their tires, you look at their windshield, you look at the dings and dents and scratches on the car, the cracked windshield and whatnot, and then you ask them, did you buy any protection on this vehicle to save you money and get it repaired? Now, if they say no, then they should know when you shake your head, that means the vehicle's being devaluated, devaluated on the issues that's on the vehicle now. Then you can plant another seed in their head. I just want to remind you, if you would have had this fixed with a Express 5 or with VW um, multi-coverage, we could have given you more money for your trade if these were fixed. Now I see that you have a bald tire. I see that you have a, a rough spot on your wheel. Now did you happen to get tire and wheel protection? No, I absolutely did not. Just to let you know, this vehicle, I would have been able to give you more if you would have happened to have tire and wheel protection on this vehicle when uh, you came to trade it in. Also, with this new vehicle you're looking to purchase today, it comes with two keys. Do you happen to have two keys with this vehicle? No. Well, I wish you would have because those keys are very expensive. They cost between four to $500 a piece. And then I would be able to give you more for your trade if you would happen to have 
two keys. You see what I'm doing, guys? I'm devaluating their vehicle and I'm plugging into the next vehicle. You may want to purchase some protection on your vehicle. So in the case of next time you trade your vehicle in, you can have all these issues taken care of prior to coming into the dealership. Also, another thing, maintenance. Maintenance is very important because in maintenance, you want to make sure that you do your proper maintenance every time, every 10,000 miles. Why do I say that? Because if you go to a Walmart, Jiffy Lube, or a Tootin' Totem, in your case, maybe a 7-Eleven, to get your service done, your maintenance done, I'm not just talking about an oil change. People think when I'm talking about maintenances, I'm just referring to in oil changes. That is absolutely incorrect. You've got to change your oil, change your oil filter, change your air filter, uh, change your fuel filter, rotate the tires, make sure all your fluids are filled, make sure that the tires are aligned correct. Why? Because that will help you save any problems of losing your factory warranty. What are you talking about, Ron? Factory warranty? It says in our book that we get a three-year 36 or a five-year 60 or a four-year 50. Yes, you're correct. If you do your proper maintenance. By doing your proper maintenance, I highly suggest that you do the maintenance here because we have highly skilled technicians that we spend hundreds and thousands of dollars on each year to understand the new technology, the new mechanicalisms in this vehicle. So if it happens to have a mechanical issue and we did the maintenance, then we can fix it. If you go anywhere else, a mom and pop shop, anybody that changes the oil in your vehicle, if it happens to mess it up and you have to bring it into us and something detects that the proper maintenance was not completed in a timely manner and the proper materials wasn't used, it could void your warranty. Now, you make a $350 payment, ask yourself if you are self-insured to be able to spend another $7,500 on parts before labor is tagged onto that. Because no matter what, the bank does not care if your vehicle broke down. They only care about getting their monthly payment. And if you refuse to make your monthly payment because you didn't do the proper maintenance and you have a mechanical issue now and your warranty is voided and you have to spend $13,000 to get your vehicle fixed and you chose not to, that is considered a involuntarily repo. So to prevent any of those happening, I suggest that you buy the maintenance package to protect you and to protect your factory warranty. You see where I'm getting at folks? It's highly educational that your customer understands. They're spending a $40,000 vehicle and for just $3 extra a day, 
hell, that's going to get yourself a Monster or a Red Bull, or that's less than going to Starbucks and getting you a latte. You're protecting your vehicle, Mr. Customer, Mrs. Customer. For $3 extra a day, you can sleep at night knowing that it, no matter what happens to your $40,000 vehicle, that you're going to be fully protected. You can spend $18 a day and only have your three-year 36 warranty, or you can spend $22 a day and make sure that you're fully protected from the time of your loan. Now, you can cancel your products at any time, but that money will go at the end of your loan. Or when you decide you want to trade your vehicle off for a newer vehicle, you will get a prorated amount back to you within six to eight weeks of the amount that you did not use. That is so smart. You're protecting your vehicle. Unless you're self-insured, and what I mean by that, you can just stroke a check and, and pay $13,000 on a brand new engine. Wouldn't it make sense to pay a little extra, $3 extra a day to f make sure that you're fully protected as long as you own the loan? Guys, it's very, very educational. <clears throat> Too many of you guys are going off trying to just sell the car. And then you hope they come back and, and buy another one from you. You got to help educate your customers on protection also. If you don't allow a customer to know that you really care about them being protected because you want them to come back and buy another one, you want them to send their friends and family to come back and buy another one, when you want your customers to be protected, when you see your customer in the service department a year from now, they're not going to go to you and go, hey, your finance guy just uh, uh, bumped me up $60 a month, and I'm still mad about it. They're not going to say that. A year down the road, they're going to go, hey, I just uh, I hit a rebarb driving down the interstate tonight. And uh, they just told me it was going to cost me about $1,000 to get a new tire and a new wheel. Sure glad I bought that uh, multi-coverage protection on my vehicle because it ain't going to cost me a dime. Wouldn't you want to hear something like that instead of hearing something about why they didn't buy protection and now they're spending $1,000 plus before labor? on getting their vehicle fixed because they didn't buy protection. Some of you guys, salesmen, you get you get Saturday spiffs, you get you get uh you get paid on the back end. Wouldn't you want to help your customers and help your finance department plug those protections in your vehicle, in the vehicle you're trying to sell your customer? I surely would. If you protect the company and the customer, they both win. Everybody wins. But if you only think about yourself and getting one car out of time, 
and not following up with your customers. Sometimes you guys don't want to follow up with your customers because you really don't give a shit. But you do give a shit when your customer shows up on the lot a year later and they deal with a different salesman because they don't want to deal with you because you didn't call them the next day and say, hey, how's that car? Or three months down the road when you're like, hey, how did Susie do in that soccer game? Man, I was just calling. I was just thinking about her, and, and I knew you said she played soccer. I just wanted to call and say, hey, how did she do in that soccer game? Now, guys, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and if you ever need anything from me, please let me know. I'd love to help you out. And then a year down the road, you call them again. Hey, happy anniversary. How's that Jetta treating you? Are you ready to trade it in and get a new one? No, all right. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you know anybody else that's in the market about uh, buying a vehicle? Any of your friends and family that, that you've talked to and they said they're looking to buy? Well, if you do happen to have one, just, just remind yourself and remind them, hey, they want to come see me because I'm going to treat them the same way I treated you. We're all family now, and I want to make sure that you're treated like family. You see how easy that is? Guys, this is wonderful. This is a great opportunity to take care of your customers. If you're tired of taking ups, if you're not getting internet leads, the best way to be able to have customers keep coming in is repeat referrals. That's the best way. And all you got to do is sit on your butt, make phone calls all day for your happy customers that you sold to before. And they keep sending more and more people in. And you be completely honest, I'll tell you right now, if you keep having customers coming in and they're saying John Smith sent you in here, you better be writing out a check to John Smith to help make his car payment. Send him $100, send him $150, send him $200. Because you wouldn't have that deal if he didn't send you a customer. I send birthday cards to my customers. I would send uh, Christmas cards to my customers, anniversary cards. If you know uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith having a 50th anniversary, send them a 50th anniversary card. There's nothing more that would make them happier to know that you still care about them. customers for life I've had so much good luck with customers coming back repeat and referrals coming to see me knowing that you know when I took care of them they want to come back and buy another car for me or they'll send their friends and family to me great opportunity guys to take care of your customers remember four reasons a customer won't buy price payment product person so keep in mind, they don't have to think about it. They don't have to pray about it. They don't have to look at their budget. They don't have to talk to their wife. They don't have to talk to their husband or their significant other or their partner. You have to ask them. Out of these four P's, which one is stopping you from buying today? If it's me, I'm so sorry. I want to apologize. I can get you with another. Oh, it's not me. Okay. Now, is this the, the car that you want product? Is this the car that you want? Does, is it the color you want? 
Is it the the options that you want? Oh, okay, so the car is fine. Okay, okay. Uh, are you writing me out a check? Oh, so price is not an issue. Okay, so payment is the issue. Okay, so let me ask you this. From a scale to one to 10, one you wouldn't take it home today even if it was free, and 10, it's a hot item, and you're not even gonna think about it. You wanna sign up right now. Where would you be? An eight, okay. What would make it a 10? You see what I did there? Nobody's got to think about it. If they had to think about it, that thought is so instantaneously, it, there's no issue. Think about a house. Think about an elephant. Thinking about that elephant going through your house. Did you think about it? See, thinking is so instantaneously, you don't think. You don't have to think about buying this car. All right, guys. I appreciate you listening today. This is another episode of the Automotive Architect Sales Podcast. I am Ron Garvrick with Garv Automotive, BDC Finance, Sales, and Management Training. Go to my website, garvautomotive.com. That's G-A-R-V as in Victor automotive.com check out my website go and uh, if you want do one-on-one training you have my cell phone number at the top left hand corner if you're looking at the computer screen send me a message schedule a time to come talk to me we'll set a a date and we'll do some one-on-ones find me on facebook at ron garvrick and uh we can we can talk on there also and um you know I'm all ears, all open, want to take care of each and every one of you because if you put 100% in to this, I'll give you 200%. I want to see you succeed. I want to see you be the best damn closer anybody's ever seen. I want you to close more deals and make more money. Until then, hasta luego. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. Go to Apple Podcasts and shoot me a review. Tell me what you think about the show. I don't care if it's one star, two star, five stars. Any feedback would be wonderful. And uh, I greatly appreciate it. And if you would like me to go and teach your team how to make more money and hold more gross, go to my website now www.garvautomotive.com. Until then, we'll speak soon.